Clip it. Save that for later. Chris Anderson, how are you, my friend? <laughs> you are important, brother. You are. I will say it again. Words of wisdom, Chris. Yeah, save that shit what for has, Clip it. What has your week been been like, man? What have you been up to? Uh, I'd love to tell you that I've been up to a lot, but it's Corona. We've been uh, enjoying the Corona time. How about you? Yeah, we, Corona uh, we time. About uh, snacks been, a lot. Been recording. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm eating oatmeal today. Like yeah. I made myself healthy breakfast. So it's uh, it's been busy, man. I have salami like, and cheese. I found California. What, is that salami and cheese? One of the yeah, best snacks. <laughs> there she is. MVP Hi. right there. Yep, Jojo. <laughs> what's up, Jojo? So what's going on? Dude, looking to build millionaires. Chris, that is that is the plan. It hasn't changed. Uh, I got this big list of things I got to do. I wrote it down. I even like made myself check boxes. Uh, nice. Organized. <laughs> you know what Paul would say? He said, did you put that in base camp and use the base camp or whatever it is? Or... Yup. Yo, it's a use base camp, use that system, and then you can create check boxes in base camp too. But here's yeah. here's the deal. Uh, yeah. I, I gotta get more organized. Uh, in fact, uh, base camp, actually I, I should get my own subscription because it would be good for the whole team. Uh, what are you using with your team? Do you guys operate with a, a system like that? Podio or base camp? Uh, no, we don't. So we do a lot of the same stuff over and over like in rentals. So yep. it's like the same appliance packages, the same steps. I use the same contractors over and over again. Yep. So frankly, we don't um, we don't uh, really need much of a checkbox, like a check sheet. Um, we do have one that's the – so we do have a new property acquisition checklist that we do yep. that's like, hey, what's the meter number? What's, you know, which utility company is it? Um, uh, and then we have this walkthrough where we like – so I don't know if you've experienced this, but we'll get to the end of a project and then we'll have like a dumb problem that nobody checked at the beginning. Like yep. um, one of the bedroom windows is, is, you know, painted shut and won't open. And you're like, what, why didn't we check? Now it's four days before <laughs> a tenant moves in and the window doesn't open. And you're like, well, we have to fix that. And so you, you, right. now you have to figure out how to fix the window. And so we have this thing where now it's part of our check sheet and it's like, Windows, do all the windows open and close? Like, do all the doors open and close? Yep. Stuff like that. Things that you're like, nobody ever shut the bedroom door. We didn't know it didn't close. You know? Right. Yeah, those, those are some things that happen. Those little things. So you're not using the electronic uh, software for that. What do you use for um, for managing? Do you, we use BuildDM. Are you using Appfolio, Appfolio or something like that? We use Tenant Cloud. Really? Yeah. Have you used anything That's else, or is that the one you, you got in and just kept running with it? No, so I started just using QuickBooks. Uh, yep. I like Tenant wow. Cloud. You want a salami sandwich? I am having salami and cheese, but I would love a real sandwich. Do you want a salami sandwich? <laughs> it's lunchtime here want, at the Anderson House. Do you want lettuce and pickles? I love that. I would also like a sandwich. <laughs> Me too. Wants a sandwich, Jenny. <laughs> so, so the uh, so. I looked at Buildium and I just didn't, I got a, a, you know, like they did the trial thing and I didn't love it. So I went yep. with Tenant Cloud. What do you like uh, <laughs> about Tenant Cloud? Tenet Cloud? Was a little less expensive to start. Yep. Um, 
which is the was the thing for me. So tenant cloud, when um, when you sign up for it, I don't remember what the uh, tenant cloud. Uh, I, I think it's less expensive was the big thing. The, um, you know, like when you sign up for Buildium, I think it's ideal once you hit like 50 tenants. Right. Um, but there's a, it's the, it's a cost thing. Uh, it was more, it was more expensive to start. It's cheaper for tenant cloud is, was my answer there. Yeah, that makes sense. I like it. All right, Chris, how is your coaching program going? What does it look like? What are you charging? Like, what can I, like, what exactly are the type of people should I be funneling your way? All right. So, so that's a good question. Um, so you and I were talking about the idea, or I like the idea of doing fulfillment. That's the part I really enjoy. I'm not as great yep. at creating the funnel and driving people to the business, right? That's not actually my strongest suit. Yeah. I don't love, I love my training yeah, and the coaching. Um, yeah, I just, I don't, I'm not good at putting them into the program. So I basically have two programs. I have yep. a uh, bi-monthly coaching call um, that I do with people that's not education-based, it's coaching, right? So it's about walking through the process that I charge $200 a month for. So it's 200 bucks a month. There's usually five people in a call and we just talk about kind of where you're at in the business and we do those a couple times a week. Wow. The second program that I have is a um, is uh, four thousand dollars for three months. So it's it's four thousand dollars. It lasts for three months. It's thirteen weeks, yep. and it's um, weekly one on one calls. And um, then it's also two hundred dollars a month. So it's four thousand dollars plus two hundred bucks a month. Yep. And the the you are also part of the group coaching as well. But you get one on one coaching and group coaching. Um, and right. it's a couple hours and that's for the people that are like, Hey, I'm really going to do this. Um, the people who are really the ones who are like ready to take action and trying to build a business and just want to get a jump start on get, getting where they're going. Um, right. so it's not for everybody. Like if you're like, Hey, I'm not really sure or not how sure how quickly I'm going to engage, then group coaching is a good place to start. If you're really a I'm going to do this kind of person then then you want one-on-one -on -one coaching you know yeah it's, it, and the one-on-one -on -one coaching is more expensive but it's like it's where the money's made right right absolutely otherwise you're waiting to talk to me right you're you're waiting a much longer period of time for you and in between I, I do talk to to students if you have something that's going on um and you're like hey I need help with this then we'll get on a call for 15 minutes and we'll you know I'll kind of help you hash it out. Um, if you're um, not driven to really make something happen, then you shouldn't be in either program. <laughs> right. Right. It's really like we're trying to invest our time where people can really take action. Um, so, th so that's really what, uh, you know, this, uh, I guess, conversation was kind of about is the, is the idea of what, um, what's the synergy there, right? Like you want to do education, but you don't want to do coaching. Right. Yeah. I, d I definitely am not into the fulfillment side, which is what you're good at. The other question I had is what kind of investors, like what arena in investment? Are you talking wholesalers, flippers, rehab guys, um, multifamilies, single families? What, what do you really like to coach? Like, obviously, so I know I, you've been through I everything. Don't do anything. So I don't do 
anything, right? So if you're like, hey, I want to be a note investor, right? I want to buy non-performing notes and that's where I want to be. I'm like, hey, I, I don't do that. I can't coach you on that. I can tell right. you that there are people that I know that do that and I can refer you to somebody else, but I, I, I don't, other than the fact that it exists, I can't help you. If you want to do right. uh, like be uh, short sale focus, like that's not my arena. Um, if you're like, hey, I don't have any money and any access to resources and I want to do creative real estate investing where I do owner financing as my primary business model. Well, I've done owner financing, but that's not really what I do. Right. What I do is I uh, I will tell you that there's the 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 traditional path for real estate investors as is presented in most of the books is first you should be a wholesaler because wholesaling teaches you the fundamentals of learning how to acquire business, acquire properties. And that will help you build up capital to fix and flip properties. You fix and flip properties for a while so that you can build up capital so that you can do buy and hold. Okay. That's a dumb system, right? So <laughs> what, what I teach is uh, you should be doing all three of those things. You should be, what we look for as investors is the highest and best use for a piece of property. So if you have a piece of property that is a um, ideal for a fix and flip opportunity, you should look to fix and flip that if it fits your business model. If it does not fit your business model, then you should be wholesaling that property. Um, right. You know, so for me, I own buy and holds, but I own buy and holds in five towns. So when one shows up, even if it's a great deal, but it's five towns away from where I invest, I don't buy it. I wholesale that property because it doesn't fit my business model. My business model is I want to leverage into certain communities because the cash flow is great. Uh, I have resources in the market. And so I focus my business, right? So what you should do, in my opinion, is build a list of criteria that is what your business should look like. And then that's what you do. And so as real estate investors, this is where I started. What we look for is the highest and best use. So what's the highest and best use for this property in context of my business? And if, if that's a, to wholesale a property, then I wholesale it. Right. I wholesaled uh, last year, I think we did a little over half a million dollars in fees. No kidding. Yeah. So, you know, that's a quarter of my business is wholesaling right. properties. I, I, owned a cons- I own a construction company. We did $1.4 million in sales last year. Wow. Um, you know, I did a million, almost 1.5 million. We did a million and a half dollars in construction, right? I made money on that. Right. Uh, I own a property management company. We make money managing our own properties, and that's there's a fee structure for that. And then I then I own right. rentals, and I got cash flow from there. And I fixed and flipped, I think, six properties last year. Nice. So it, it all of those things are things that I do. So those are the things I coach on, right? So right. when I start out with a prospective student, I I. I ask them what kind of business they're looking for. And then I tell them about mine because all I can teach you is to do what I do. Same. So if you don't want the business that I own, then I'm not your coach, right? You need to find a coach who plays your game. Right. And that's the, that's what we're looking for in in students is to. I love that. So Chris, that, that makes it a lot easier because one of the things Paul says all the time is right. uh, Confused mind says no. And it's, it's the same in, you know, coaching, right? Like, what coach kind of, what kind of coach are you? Now I know you, you do the wholesaling, you do the fix and flips, you do the buy and holds, you do a construction company and you, um, you have a property management company for your own property, uh, properties. So I'm not going to send people to you if they're looking to do out of town investing, right? I'll send them to you if they're looking to invest in 
local area where they understand it. You're in five counties that you get or five towns that you get. But so you're not going to do virtual wholesaling. It just wouldn't make sense to send them to you for that training. Well, so, so let me just say this. So yeah. it's kind of interesting because I was just talking to somebody about this the other day. Um, yeah. Virtual wholesaling is like one of my favorite concepts right now. I, I love the concept of it. I think it's so neat that people think it works. Right. Uh, I don't, <laughs> this, this, is what, uh, this is what I told the kid. I'm like, that sounds amazing. And that would be so awesome uh, if it worked. I said, do you know anybody who made, I don't know, a quarter of a million dollars last year doing that? And he goes, yeah, the guy in the video. I go, okay. <laughs> Do you know anybody though? Do you know anybody that made significant money doing that? And he goes, no. You're right. Because that's because it doesn't really work. It's not that it, 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 you know, and this is like the, uh, the idea of buying turnkey rentals far away, right? It's the same principle. Like, um, why, what, what is so magical about Cincinnati that you think Cincinnati is a better investment? And they're like, well, I can get 10% cash on cash returns. For like, for like three families and two families, right? Like if you're going to the South for larger buildings, you know, if you're going like Florida or Texas for like hundred unit buildings, we just don't have them where we are. Like North Carolina does have them. Right. But right. So, so you don't have them, but even that I would challenge you on whether yeah. or not my small multi-portfolio is better than Agreed. your large portfolio, right? So right. I would put my 50 units up against a 50 unit apartment building any day, I will crush that investment. Yeah, the problem is we're buying them cheaper. I'm, I'm buying them better per unit at a higher rate of return, higher leverage and more appreciation. You're not gonna- And you can, exactly, the appreciation, you can split them up easier, yep. Right, so the, one of the challenges in that conversation is that when I hear those things, it's like, hey, you know, so, so I did this, uh, I do this presentation. I should post it. Right. And yeah. it, um, I stole Paul's word, by the way, Maverick. And I go, Maverick, Maverick. Real estate investing. I'm like, here's what it means to me. I was yeah. like, the second everybody tells you what is true, you need to challenge it. Right. When somebody tells me something that is true to them, I was asked like, Hey, that's really interesting. Why do you believe that? And if you can't give me a real why, and if it boils down to, I read it in a blog post or I saw it in a video on the internet, I'm out. Right. Yeah. Right. I need the, the data behind it. So when you're like, Hey, I invest in a, so, so here's what I will tell you is that the mistake that's made is people buy out of state because they're trying to. And so Walter and I are both in the Northeast. So if you're not in the Northeast, out of state means Midwest down South. That's what it means to us. Right. 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 Um, <laughs> yes. And so, um, if you're already there, then you're just like, we buy houses where we live, right? I, I always this take works. the idea of yeah. buying where you live. Um, here's, yeah. here's why. Here, here's Same the right. simple fact of it. What you want is a property that meets your target rate of return that is as, expense, as, as expensive as you can get. The highest priced property you can get that meets your target rate of return. Here's why. While the cash flow, if a cash flow property, if a property in South Carolina cash flow is 20% cash on cash return, and a property in New Jersey cash cash flow is 20% cash on cash return, that's the same rate of return. It doesn't matter where you bought it. Right. However, in New Jersey, you're more likely to achieve a greater rate of appreciation. You will get a greater level of debt service out of that property. Um, and in the end, you're likely to have much more equity and much more wealth built in that same property. Right. So for example, you buy property in Rochester, New York, which is a popular out of town turnkey place. Yep. Um, 
properties in the eighties sold for 40 or 50,000 bucks. And today you can buy the same properties for 60,000 bucks. Right. There are towns, the, the town I'm buying in Washington in the eighties, you could buy properties for $50,000. And today you can buy those same properties for a quarter of a million dollars. So right. where, where would you like to own a print? See my sandwich? <laughs> Look at that sandwich. Yeah, the Anderson household, man. Yeah. Is the oh. bread bigger there? <laughs> this, is, this is all right. Listen, if you want to know what rich people sandwiches looks like, this is rich people sandwiches. <laughs> okay. So oh, your wife's just like boom, drop it on the desk. That was my daughter, my oldest daughter. Your daughter's just dropping it in. She's yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's on. They're on their shit. So. Nope. So here's the thing. This is the the hard part of the story is that is that you have to challenge the why behind everything, so you can right. understand what's really happening there, right? You're better off. The best thing in real estate is leverage. The more leverage you can get, the better off you are. Put in right. turn in in rental properties, right? So let's start there. Right, in right. rentals, you want to borrow as much money as you possibly can because the biggest benefit of the, this market is leverage. So if it cash flows at the rate you want and you can leverage it, hands down the best deal ever, you know, right. and, and that's what I coach on. Right. Uh, yep. So I coach a lot of the people I coach, you know, the, the end of the story is that every investor wants to be a buy and hold guy. So, uh, and you've heard me say this at the, at the round table councils, I, I always say the same thing. Just, just go do that. Yeah. So be, <laughs> do the thing you want to do. And along the way, there'll be these other opportunities for you to make money. So do those things too. But but your target is to be this thing. So, yeah. so stay focused on it. Um, and so that's what I coach on. You know, I, I coach on real wealth building. I'm not a big fan of, um, you know, uh, I wholesale properties, but I wholesale properties because we're good at acquiring contracts and it makes sense and it makes money. Right. But if you think that wholesaling is a way to create wealth, uh, it is not. It's a way to create income. Uh, right. And fundamentally, uh, when you come to me as a student, I we start on a conversation about what's the difference between wealth and income. I'm like, right. if you have a job, you have income. And that's good. That's good. It helps you buy sandwiches um, right. and computers and things like that. But uh, that okay. extra size bread, the, the good sandwiches, the yeah, real rich that, sandwiches. That's, that's wealth, right? Right. That's wealth. <laughs> Wealth is that next level, right? So like, um, you know, when I was on, um, one of the things that was funny, was uh, when I was in the summit, right? We were in Jamaica um, and, uh, and, I'm, and we're talking about our goals for the year. And everybody there was like, I wanna increase my income by this much. And I'm like, I don't wanna increase my income. I wanna add this much wealth yep. to, my, yep. to my bottom line. So that's our different, that's what we coach on though. That yeah, it's and I, I agree 100% with that mission. Like we're being around, we're not looking for income. The only the only downside to training is it does produce income, right? That's the only downside to doing all these education courses and training everybody, is it produces income. And we're like fuck, like we're not looking for income, we're looking for net worth. But it also brings us a ton of deals. I mean, the the amount of deals that flow through the training is it's so worth it. Right, but that fundamentally, like listen, when somebody challenges on me, like hey, your training, your coaching is really cheap. I go yeah. Because <laughs> if you think I make money because I charge you 200 bucks, that's not how I made money. <laughs> I make money because coaching is really long-term tryout for partnership. Right. right? That's really where it goes. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, we had a, we had one of our coaching students this month 
uh, was looking for a property and we had one that fit exactly his criteria yep. for what he was looking to do. And I said, I'm like, Hey, listen, I'm going to sell this property to somebody. Are you interested in looking at it? And so he looked at it and he's like, it's exactly what I want. Right. So I wholesaled a, a student, a property, right. Yep. And it's a great investment and I'm coaching him through the process and you know, that whole thing. But it, that's where the opportunity comes in, right? It's, it's yeah. this long-term relationship and that's, that's really what we're looking for. If I, I know that if I help create wealth in other people's families, they will also create wealth for my family. Yeah, that's exactly true, right? So, so you're 50-50 with somebody, they become a millionaire, you just became another millionaire, just stacked another million. Yeah, you just add it. And yep. so, and that's not, and that's not insidious in nature, right? Like, no. like so, so, <laughs> so here's the thing, right? It's the opposite, right? I'm really trying to create wealth for people. But yeah. like, you look at some of the other, um, we'll call them real estate coaching programs that are out there. The real estate education programs is that they're like almost trying to be seen about, no, no, listen, we have the best deal for you in, in finance. We're the best of this. Right. And, and, they, and they're trying to get you to buy into all of their services right. at a higher rate than you could just go get it on your own for. But exactly. you don't know that because you're in a, you're in a real estate cult. You just don't know. It. Right. They're right? blinding you. Yeah. The real estate cult. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's really what they are. Like, Yep. You know, and I don't want to use their names because we're live. So. Oh, for sure. No, no. We're, we're on yeah, Facebook yeah. Live. They have a <laughs> lot of all the wholesale so. groups. We're in the, the multifamily groups. So. But listen, you <laughs> definitely know who they are. And yeah. this is their real estate cults. And then you get the people who come out of them and they spend 30, 40, 50, 60,000 yeah. dollars. And you get to the end and um, you know what they can't do? Uh, flip a house. They can't wholesale a house. They can't. Right. They can't own a rental. They don't know enough to do it. And they're like, and that's when they go, hey, for another 20 grand, we'll coach you. Right. Yeah. Meanwhile, they bought, they bought $200 worth of education on Amazon, three yep. hours worth of YouTube videos. And then the coaching is actually what they needed. Right. Right. That's the exactly coaching right. is really yep. where the, the, that's where the rubber meets the road. Right. It's, yeah. it's, you know, I, I was on a, a coaching call on Sunday afternoon, right. We had a, the, we had a student who bought a property and he's just got to do the turnover, right? He's starting to talk to, he just acquired it and he's talking to his, student, to his tenants about raising their rents. He's like, how do I do that? And so we had a 30 minute call where I explained the process and we went over the, how I present options and how we create opportunity. Right. And what our desired goal is, right? Because yep. you have to go into those conversations knowing what you want to have happen so that exactly. you can help create that result. So right. he, um, you know, so it's like 30 minutes long. It was a great conversation. Yep. And then the, you know, then they're good to go. And that's, that's really what the hard part is of real estate. Yeah. It's, it's knowing in the moment, what do I do next? What do I do next? You know, it's not, Hey, by the way, this is how you wholesale. This is how you find a deal. Like anybody can figure out contracts, right? You can Google that shit. But in the moment of, Hey, the guy said this to me and like, I don't know how to find the money or I don't know like what to say to the tenant right now. Like in those moments you need a coach, right? So and, the, so a great conversation. One of our, for, uh, one of our, I think like our second student, right? The guy, uh, the guy did. Uh, he called Fizbo's and he called a, a for sale by owner. And the guy met with him. And so we had like a ten minute conversation, like right before he went in. Like here's how to do the presentation, and here's yep. kind of what to say. And we we had a good conversation. He's a great guy, and he had a really great personality. And he goes in and he makes an offer on the house, and he comes out and he's like, he calls me back. And he's like. I don't know what to do now. I'm really nervous. I go, what happened? He goes, they said, yes. Oh, I was like, oh, well, we need a contract. I'm like, let me get that over to you. So I get them over right. a contract and I'm like, okay, now you need to fill it out. And 
you know, and, and then it's like a process, you know, meanwhile, the, the book, the, you know, like the, the training courses go like this, uh, put it under contract and then sell that contract to somebody else. Yeah. Do that and then make money. And you're like, Oh, yep. but how, where do I get a contract? And they're like, we don't know. Right. And they're, they're like, trying to give you a contract because their class is out of Nevada and your, your city has a different contract. Right. So it's right. Yeah. It definitely, the, the industry is designed to get people started, get people hyped up, but then follow through is where the coaches come in. Right. And you don't want a coach who hasn't done it. Right. Like you said, you only teach what you've, what you've done. And, well, that's, that's really important. You know, right. Cause the internet is full of coaches who've never done what they talk about. Yeah. Or have never really been successful at what they talk about. Right. So that's the part where I'm like, Hey, I'm not really bashful about the part where I make money doing this. Right. Yeah. And so, um, you're in Massachusetts, but here in New Jersey, we do these ride alongs. Right. Yeah. So, uh, a few months ago, uh, we had a guy on a ride along and this is maybe like six months ago. And, um, I took him with me and he spent the, the day with me and we went and people paid for that, by the way, they just literally hang out with me. Yep. And so, we went to, uh, I, we were showing a property that we were wholesaling, two properties that we were wholesaling. So I showed them to an investor, uh, to a couple of investors, both properties, same town. We sold the, this one investor, both properties. We also sold them the contract to renovate both properties. Then we uh, brokered the money to, that they were borrowing to finance both properties. Then we went to lunch and I'm sitting at lunch and I'm like, Hey, so we're kind of, you know, like now it's like one o'clock and I'm like, Hey, we're coming to the end. Did you have any questions while we're eating lunch? He's like, yeah. He's like, I don't really understand how you make, make money. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> I was like, I'm like, dude, you literally just watched me do it. I'm like, I right. just wholesale two properties. My partners and I made $50,000. I said, then yeah. we did construction. I'm like, I'll break down the cost for you, but the construction projects, I'm going to make around another $20,000. I was like, and you just signed up for my coaching program. I just made four grand. Like, how right. did you not? I had the best day I've ever had financially <laughs> today. And you're like, I'm not really sure I understand. Like, how did you miss? How did you miss all the money just made like, just you, now? <laughs> right, like, you just watched me do it. And I literally said, and he's like, yeah, but how do you do it? He's like, I'm like, well, you just, like, I don't, you watched it live in action like this is not yeah. you were like how do you make an omelet like it begins by cracking an egg right you, you watched me crack the eggs you just got to put it together for yourself now like that's how you do it and so the right. guy signed up for the coaching program and he's been in the program for like six months and uh he just put his first property under contract and so that's pretty exciting because this is a guy who's really struggling right you can kind of see that he's not kind of putting it together he's a really yeah. smart guy but he's like resistant to the steps yeah. And so I'm like, you know, we spent a lot of time on the, I need you to make five offers. Well, how much do I offer? I don't care what you offer. Just make five <laughs> offers. Uh, offer a dollar. I, I just need you to sign something. Fucking sign yeah. something. Okay. Yep. And so finally the guy makes an offer. He puts a house under contract for like a hundred and I think it was 140 or 145,000 multifamily. Yep. Yep. He's, ju he's just about to get a contract. He found a buyer at 205. The guy's making nice. bank. He's nice. going to make a $60,000 commission. And so he called me up and he's like, uh, you know that I wasn't sure about this, but there right, might really be something to this. Yeah, no, no right. kidding. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Oh. Yeah, but it's it took him six months. He's one of those guys who's just analysis paralysis, uh, thinking about everything, overthinking everything, and 
struggling with making the decision to pull on the trigger. And it takes a coach saying, hey, go take action now. Like this is the one. And six months, even even some of the toughest people, you can still get them to move. It's awesome. And well, right. So that, that's the biggest challenge. So like as a coach, the biggest challenge is how to work with somebody who's not taking action, right? And right. so that's that's hard. It is hard to, to kind of help people. You know, if you ask me, the thing that I sell the most really isn't information, right? Like when you buy, when you hire a coach, the biggest thing I think you're hiring is the confidence to take the next step. Yep. Because what I promise you as a coach is that when you get to the next step and you don't fully understand, then you, um, then I'm there for you. Right. It's right. like, Hey, you don't have to know how to negotiate a tenant, you know, rent increase. I do. You just have to know that it's going to happen. Yeah. Right. And by understanding that's going to happen, we'll go over it once you get there. Like nothing happens that fast in real estate. Like we all pretend right. like this is a high speed business, but it's a lot of hurry up and wait a lot of yeah. waiting. Yeah. There's, so, there's nothing high speed about this business. <laughs> I swear to God, like everything's wait. Like, Oh, uh, put under contract closing in 10 fucking months. Like, right. and, and we'll even, see. <laughs> and, and even when we try to do something fast, you're like fast is a week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, there's absolutely nothing, you know, like in real estate, it's not crazy to be like, uh, like, Hey, um, let me consult my partners and I'll get back to you. Right. And then you call somebody back two days later. Like that's right. normal. The fastest so, thing we do is put a, 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 a unit that's finished on the market. Right. But even then, you got to go over there, take pictures of it, and post that shit. Like, even then, you're talking a couple of hours, right? Like, yeah, oh, just put it, it online. It's still <laughs> right. like a day. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And then Zillow's got to update, and it's got to go to all the other ones, and then you post it. Yeah. It took you a whole day to do one thing, you know? Right. You know, turning a, t turning a unit's two weeks. Uh, renting out a unit's two weeks. Like, the, like these are things <laughs> that it all stacks up. Put it online another week. Like, acquisition of the property, two to three months. Like, we're just thinking in our heads two to three months if everything goes well right. <laughs> if it works out right you might you could get it done in 30 days we've also had ones that we took like seven months to close on eight months right yep yeah oh we had a we had a portfolio of mortgages that took like seven months to close like it was from like i mean it took forever to just close this mortgage because it and it you know it would go on so long that they're like we need updated bank statements. And you're like, how is this another month? You know, like I should just put you on and they'll email them automatically. You know, right. So Chris, how, how do you feel about this? I'm in the middle of a refinance right now. And every single week the lender's like, yeah, we're waiting to lock it in. Uh, we've changed our rates right now. So we're, we're holding off. We got all this PPP coming through. So we're, you know, we're, we're pushing these loans off. You guys are okay. Right. Yeah. We're fucking fine, but we'd really like to be in a lower rate right now. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, so I was supposed to close a loan the week that governor Murphy, I'm in New Jersey, locked down the state and they were like, yeah, we're not doing it. <laughs> and I was like, well, it was, last week you said Wednesday, like we have, like I have preliminary HUDs and they're like, yeah, we're not yeah. doing it. Yeah. So they're like, we'll let you know when we want to do it. I was right. like, I don't know. And so now I waited for a while and they're like, give us two weeks. And two weeks yep. later, it was like, it was two more weeks. Uh, yeah. Right Call now, nobody's... Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So nobody's at the office. Like, <laughs> leave a message. We'll get back to you next week. Yeah. 
So I, I spent yeah. all last week just calling through everybody, all the local lenders being like, hey, you doing loans? You doing loans? You doing loans? I'm going to the smallest bank I can find. It's be like, you want to do a $1.5 million loan? It's all you need to get your bonus for the year. Right. This will, you'll get all good for the month for sure. Like whatever you need to originate, this is it. Yep. Yeah. So it's, Chris. Uh, it's a tough one right now for sure. The, uh, so the, the, you know, the, the burr method, right there, we're stuck at the refinance. Arc. Refinance, which is right before repeat. Cause I'm really looking forward to repeat, but we're yeah. at the, the refinance. Yeah. I'm in the same boat. I, I have, uh, I don't know, six or seven loans right now that are stuck that aren't going anywhere. Yeah. And, and we're at 12%. Are you uh, in that vicinity of 10%, 12%? Yeah. So uh, some <laughs> of them are held internally. So they're, we're paying 10%, but to partners. So yeah. it doesn't really, I don't really care that much. Um, right. There's some that are actually with lenders though. Yeah. Although this is kind of cool. We have one fix and flip we're completely stuck on. And, you know, nobody's buying anything. And it's in the $700,000 price range. So it's a really <laughs> tough price point. Don't yep. laugh. And so... <laughs> I'm just like, fuck. I wouldn't want to hold that right now. <laughs> yeah, like... And so the lender actually called us and was like, hey, we'll do a refi on this one. They dropped the rate to 8% and took... We had, we had a really good loan to value. Like, we were only at 60% loan to value. Yeah. So they took six months and they're rolling it into the mortgage. So I don't have any payments for six months and the new rate. Wow. And they're cool. all the origination fees, no points, nothing. And it's right. all because the loan was coming due and they're like, Hey, can you pay this off? And I go, no, you're going to have to extend. And yeah. they didn't want to go. The guy who owns the company talked to me. He's like, Hey, we don't want to go to our credit agency and tell them that we have all these non-performing loans because they won't give us more money. So right. it's better for them to refinance the debt than to report it as non-performing. That's phenomenal. <clears throat> I love that. Chris, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let my lenders know, hey, guys, uh, just so you know, as long as I'm paying, you're doing good. Let's, let's drop the interest rates. No, nah, kidding. Most of my yeah, lenders are let's, really let's close friends, and I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, I like that. So, Chris, uh, I like that. So your coaching is uh, three months. It's a three month coaching period. It's four grand, which is cheap. And then you've got, and that's every single week you're doing a one-on-one -on -one with them. Yeah. So one-on-one -on -one coaching is four grand for, for three that's months. Intensive. That's a lot. And then um, plus you get the group coaching, which is $200 a month. So it's actually right. $4,600 for three months. The $200 you can continue as long as you want. Like, yep. like we have, I mean, functionally I have students who are in there more than a year now. So right. And what is the they're coaching? still doing real estate. What is the group coaching? What is that? So the group coaching is uh, usually four or five students all on one call. And we kind of do the, um, so there's uh, training, but it's on task with what you're doing in your business. So if you're right. doing like direct mail, we will talk about direct mail for 15 minutes and talk about the specifics of your direct mail. If you're in the middle of, refinancing property, we'll discuss refinancing properties and loan programs and different options that are out there. Whatever you're at is what we talk about. That yeah. group coaching experience is, um, is actually pretty cool because it, you know, and then at the end of the group coaching call, we all kind of make commitments to one another on what we're going to do for the next two weeks. Yeah. Uh, we talk next. Um, and uh, the next two weeks we come back and 40% uh, of the group did what they said they would do. And they, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Accountability is important. I love it. 
Yeah, Chris, yeah, those, but, uh, those are, those are good we're programs. No different than, yeah, we're no different than anybody else, though. Like, we try to create accountability, but um, we need our, you know, our students to play, you know, and there's no – Yeah. And I tell them, like, hey, listen, I get – it's a, you know, it's a Friday after evening or whatever. We get together and we're doing a call. I'm like, Hey, listen, I, you should know. I, I made 500 bucks talking to you for an hour. So it's cool by me. If we don't like, dude, I'll yeah. play Jenga with you. If you want, I mean, like we'll play, uh, you know, I can play hearts with you on the computer. I don't, I don't, I got paid 500 bucks. Right. It's like, if you don't want to produce, that's up to you, but I'd really like to see you go somewhere, uh, have a greater conversation. But so what do you do? You do on Friday nights? No. So, so we do, I do multiple calls cause it's a small group. So, yeah. so we have a Saturday morning, we have a Friday evening. Uh, so we have a couple of them. Um, nice. you know, it depends on, on where the groups are. Um, sometimes I'll break one off. Like if somebody's like really having a hard time or really like not getting one thing in the training, like I'll break it out separately and pull somebody aside and be like, Hey, why don't we do a one-on-one for a half hour? Yep. Um, I function right now. I've been, I've been very generous with my time because in my, in my business, I don't have a lot to do. Right. right? So yeah, the refinance is right now. Down it's the, yeah. Like yeah. We just, I have time. So, you know, yeah. the alternative is that I sit around and hang out or, you know, maybe yeah. I can help some students. So I'd rather help students. This is, this okay. is actually, I think the, the best time for guys like us to be, in the position we're in. I think the the whole economy freezing up the banks has stopped the big guys from making moves. You know, it's put us on pause because once the banks open back up, we're back on the game. But it's also allowed us to reach down and say, okay, look, you guys don't need the, the big banks. You guys are just using residential loans. Like those are still running. Here's how we can help you, right? You're wholesaling, easy. Yeah, we can definitely help you. You can still move during this. We're more reliant on institutional funds. Right. So we're, you know, we're slowing down a little bit. So your time has opened up. Our time has opened up and we're, we're providing more mentorship, more coaching because during right now, like create a little scarcity, right? During right now we can do this. Once shit opens back up, you better believe we're back on our grind. <laughs> it's like, hold on. Right. You know? Actually, so it, when, when things open up, there might be so much opportunity. We might even be more at it, right? That we might have less time for stuff. Because right. that's that's the time, right? You know, I you know I always kind of joke around. My call log before Corona was probably fifty to seventy phone calls a day. Yep. Now I'm doing half that. You know, right. twenty five. Yeah, and so it's yeah. it's reduced the amount of activity you're putting in. So during Corona, like, okay, he's got a little more free time for coaching. But as soon as it's over, those phone calls are coming back up. It's like, dude, what are you going to take? You're going to take a coaching call. Or you're going to take a money call. You're gonna, you're going to go get that money. Obviously, so, so anybody who's in the program, you take care of. I do both, and I and I like to think that I balance both well. I, uh, yeah. I so like I'm really big on like I, I'll have students call me, and, and so one of the things that's different is you get Zoom calls now. When yeah. I'm on the road working, you get a lot more phone calls. Totally. Uh, my group coaching is always a Zoom call, but um, the. Um, you know, like I, before it was a lot of, Hey, I've got 10 minutes till my GPS says I have 10 minutes go, you know, and that's your 10 minutes. And I'll, I give that to a student, but yeah. um, Yeah. It's a different kind of experience right now. So (laughs) you're looking for coaching. Like this is the moment, you know, this is the time, like even big, like guys bigger than us, man. I was on the phone with a guy yesterday in the zone and he has 700 units and he's been, you know, he's been a player in the game for a while, but he's, 
uh, his banks were asking for seven uh, for 12 month reserves, right? Like 16 months reserves. He's like, look, like we're not showing those reserves. So he's like, I can't buy anything right now. So, you know, doing the mentorship firm, doing these coaching programs, like everybody's, everybody's opening up a little bit right now and say, yeah, you know what? I should, maybe I should do a little more training for people. Uh, that's, that's another avenue for me to spend my time. But as soon as like lending opens back up, you know, our time frame goes back to what we do and you know, we just go and we buy more property. So it's, it's cool. I'm, I'm glad that Chris, we get to hang out more now uh, that, you know, things have shifted. Our energies have shifted a little bit. And we're able to work on this together. So I'm looking forward to presenting this to some of my students because they could use somebody who's going to be there and answer the phone for them, even if it is, you know, five, 10 minutes uh, to get them going forward. So Chris Anderson, thank you so much, my friend. Cheers to your success. Thanks, Gwilder. I'll talk to you later, bud. Have later, a good brother. day. You too.